Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. Tyler literally would like with having a cheeseburger and a nap. Like, yeah. Which I don't, I don't, doesn't matter because like I just needed mom there. And Liz. Instagram knew I gave birth because <laughs> the way that my reels went from all pregnancy to all newborn stuff, immediate. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz and Liz <laughs> and SBJ and Baby James. Baby James, this is our first episode back since giving birth, and as promised, we're gonna give the whole story. And you're, it's only two weeks post. Well, and we tried to do it last week, but you had to go to Detroit. No, I been, was bu- I was booked and busy. You were you were the you were the problem. I know, not me. That's so toxic. I was ready of me. to go. Um. It feels good to be back. It feels good to be back on the mic. It does feel good. We're actually doing back-to-back episodes today. Yeah. Because one thing about us is we will record podcast episodes with babies on our teats. This is true. And that's... <laughs> and that's... And that's just something you need to know about the Carpool Podcast. It's true. I am exhausted. So we'll see if I make it to the second round of recording or not. If you don't, no one will be mad. Yeah. I mean, motherhood is draining. Where do we even start? First of all, welcome to the club. Thank you. I feel like I'm no longer an imposter. And no. Now I get it. And I get the thing. No, the way that like we're... And it, it happened when you were pregnant too, but now that you're a mom, it's like the way that we're laughing at the same memes, like mm-hmm. hashtag mom life. Like mm-hmm. it is so... It is... It is a community. It is a village. Speaking of memes, I cannot believe the way in which it, like Instagram knew I gave birth because <laughs> the way that my reels went from all pregnancy to all newborn stuff, immediate. And you know I'm always scrolling in the middle of the night when we are um I know that's when so- we're feeding and then you know, Maddie and I will he he takes a shift and I take a shift and like whoever like will wake up with like a million reels. We're both just on the newborn side of of reels um but it has been a whirlwind so should we just get into yeah like, so we're gonna story? do a, basically the roadmap of the episode is we're gonna have a birth story and it is a, a birth story it is it is a wild overall positive birth story overall overall positive everything every, everyone's healthy and everyone's good and that's that's really all that matters but and then now we'll we can hear, just like look back and reflect on how wild it was though and then we'll hear a little bit about like first vibes like you know how it's been but this isn't going to be like our full like newborn recap episode yeah but i'll I'll give i'll give some like a little bit about how i'm like doing and feeling about all the things i think people care but let's start with with the actual birth okay and if you need me to hold him just say the word okay so i i gave birth on tuesday june 20th um but i'm gonna start the birth story on the thursday before so I was going in for my weekly appointments. My weekly appointments were on Mondays. Due to scheduling conflicts, my appointment got moved to a Thursday. Um, and I went to the doctor and she checked me and I had been like one and a half centimeters for like a couple of a couple of weeks. She's like, nothing new here. I'm like, hey, I'm supposed to come in on Monday. Do you still want me to? My induction is scheduled for Wednesday, the 21st. Um, and she's like, if you want, you don't need to, what, whatever you think. So I was not going to go in for my appointment on the following Monday because it was just the weekend in between, but I ended up going nonetheless. And, um, my doctor wasn't there. She had, uh, she was delivering a baby. So I got checked by the nurse practitioner 
And she was like, oh my God, are you sure you're, are you sure you're not having contractions? And I'm like, no, I, I don't think so. And she's like, I, I don't know how you're walking around right now. Like his head is right there. You're full, like you're four centimeters, fully a face. Like, are you like, I don't know how you're walking around. So now I'm freaking out because this happened from Thursday where nothing was going on to now Monday where she's like, and you had nothing like you walked in there not being like, oh, I think something happened. Like I'm feeling crampy. Like it yeah, was not. I was just like, you know what? I'll go. Why not? Um, and so I call mom and she's like, you can't go back to your house. Like you're home alone. Maddie's at work. No one's with you. Like you are going to go and into you live far from the hospital. And I live 30 minutes away. So mom's like freaking out, which is then freaking me out because again, I feel fine. Like I do not feel a thing. And um, she's like, you have to stay at my house right now. Like you can't be alone. I'm like, okay. So now I'm thinking through my head. I'm like, I left. Did I leave like my creamer out? Like the dogs are there. Like I didn't make my bed this morning. I'm freaking out. And mom's freaking out that I'm about to give birth at any moment. I'm freaking out that I haven't clean my house so mom's like okay I'll take you back to your house and then I like packed a bag grabbed the dogs and she's like you're staying at my house tonight because like you're about to give birth at any moment um so anyway Monday night uh Maddie and I stayed at mom's house um again our parents our parents just live a lot closer to the hospital than I do um and I kind of started to feel some contractions that night but I spoiler alert I went I had back labor so I was feeling like pains in my back which is why i was confused on <clears throat> if i was having a contraction or not so anyway next morning um i uh <laughs> lose my mucus plug <laughs> i was like should i say this um and i'm like oh my gosh then i am having some more contractions maddie's at work mom and i are timing them and I call the doctor and I'm like, hey, here's where I'm at. These are my symptoms. They're like, yeah, why don't you come on in? Or, or no, she originally said, well, this could mean two days or two weeks. I'm like, well, I'm getting induced tomorrow. They're so toxic They're, like that. I know. They're I know. always I'm like, like, hey, I have contractions that are five minutes apart like i just lost my mute like everything that they say and they're like well you know could be two hours could be two weeks i'm like well which is that and not to like have a deeper conversation about healthcare in america but i just feel like so and maybe so many times maybe it's like was our doctor it was just like nothing's a big deal yeah and you almost feel like and i know they do it every day like i understand that but like you don't yeah that's when sometimes you just don't feel like anyone cares cares that's when when the nurse practitioner was like um like are you i can't believe you're walking around i'm like okay well am i about to go into labor or can i like go to target right now and she's like well you know we don't really know we just kind of have to see and i'm like they need to give uh, and maybe because here's the thing i think that's a the correct answer but it is the correct answer I feel like there's a better way to deliver it or it's just just so you know, like you feel heard. Yeah. Or just even and like even if it's I don't know, I think it's so tricky because like they don't want to give you a guesstimation like she doesn't want to be like, nope, if I had to guess it'd be tonight. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, what could we do differently? Because I feel like especially during your situation, just it was like nothing was ever a big deal. No, I know. And I'm like, but is it a big deal? I don't know. And, and it wasn't. And that's and that's the moral but of the story. But it also was. Well, 
I don't know. Like I said, we don't need to get into healthcare in America. It's just, and you know, I don't think it's healthcare in America, and I don't think it's, I don't think it's our doctor. I think it's just the nature of giving birth. You just don't have a lot of answers. Um. So anyway, I'm timing my contractions that morning. Um. I call the doctor, tell them my my symptoms, and they're like, "Yeah, it could come in two days or two weeks." I'm like, "Well, my due date's on Saturday, and I'm getting in, like induced." the next day on the 21st i had an induction scheduled um and she's like oh, okay you can just come in so mom and i go to the hospital at like 10 a.m and i get checked in and they check me and they're like yep he's right there like same thing the nurse practitioner said they're like this is gonna be a breeze um and now it's starting to feel like very real and i'm kind of starting to freak out a little bit mm-hmm. um maddie ends up coming to the hospital so now it's me mom and maddie and um we just kind of like waited out they offered pitocin i didn't really want to accept it because then i started really freaking out that i was about to give birth um after hanging out for a few hours with not much progress still having like the the back labor contractions which are getting more intense they um give me my epidural they shoot me with some pitocin and then things start happening so at the literally at the um shift change i loved i loved my nurse um she was so great at the shift change so that's at seven o'clock i meet my new nurse come 7 30 the new nurse she's like let's check you and she's like oh you're a 10 that's go time they start bringing everything in it's super exciting we're like feeling jazzed you're like he's right there this is gonna take 45 minutes like this is gonna be a breeze so were and they saying that or were yes. you kind of fabricating things no they were saying it i didn't say anything like they're all taking guesses i didn't i didn't have a guess i didn't know and how by long they it was like the take. hospital staff like not mom and maddie uh mom and maddie and the hospital staff everyone and, everyone, and me. everyone was like it's gonna be less than an hour um it wasn't it was four hours of pushing so i think i started pushing around like seven something and he came at eleven fifty four p.m right under the clock of the next day um so, so the problem here's what the here's what the issue was and my first nurse had this hunch so because i was having back labor and because i was having these contractions that she described as coupling contractions she's like i think he's sunny side up they can't they couldn't tell for sure but she, she's like i think he's sunny side Would up. explain what that means to people who don't that know. means so when you push their face is supposed to come out if you're pushing on your back their face is supposed to come out towards the floor his face was coming out towards the ceiling so what what can happen is babies can get like stuck um on like your pelvic bone because of the like the way that they're coming out yeah um so (laughs) they the other problem was that i I had an external contraction monitor and it was not capturing all my contractions so my nurse was like putting her hands on my stomach trying to feel when i I was contracting because i had the epidural so i couldn't feel them and we were sort of guessing when i was pushing pushing blindly i was pushing blindly and i think that also made the process go a lot longer because your pushes weren't productive correct but they were exhausted some of them were some of them weren't so but you were giving it your all but if you're not pushing with a contraction you're not pushing it yeah it's not doing anything so um they put me in a couple of different positions throughout this time his he's doing good like he some positions he didn't like like his heart rate started to drop and everything you in different positions they had to turn down your epidural so yeah so i had to let my epidural wear off a little bit a so i could try these new positions like i did on my hands and knees on my side um 
And I also had to let my epidural wear off a little bit so I could feel the contraction so we could be more productive with the pushing. Um, but it was back labor. But it was at that point, it didn't really feel what was that like your worst because that sounds, I think, maybe scarier than it was at at your after you got the epidural. What was your worst pain you had? Like it never got crazy bad, right? No, no, it you never, never got, let it. And when I there was a time where I was like, because, OK, so again, I'm pushing for four hours. So it's like I let the epidural wear off for maybe an hour. And then I'm like, OK, I have to hit myself with some more. And so I would ebb and flow. I, l- I would let it wear off like. I don't know. I don't know how long. Um, but I like what let it wear off. And I was like, OK, I need some more because I was getting nervous for push like when he was going to come out and I was yeah. going to feel all that. Um, so then they tried this thing called the tug of war, <laughs> which was wild. And so what they do is they they tie two knots on a sheet and I'm holding one one side. Maddie's holding the other. And every time I push, we both pull and we play tug of war. He's between my legs. My husband was incredible. He was so supportive. Um, <laughs> he like was he wanted to be there for everything. No, he want. I mean, I wasn't there for this part, but like he wanted to see it. He wanted to. Oh, he was like in the trenches. He was like, oh, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Tyler literally would like was having a cheeseburger and a nap like. Yeah. Which. I don't I don't doesn't matter because like I just needed mom there but like Maddie was actually helpful no Maddie was so supportive he was the one who like when I was exhausted I would just like stare at him and he's like you're doing great like he was he was so wonderful um so pushing for four hours the thing about that is it sounds like a long time and it is but it's just like when you play a sport um you don't feel like you're working out for an hour yeah so it didn't feel that long it did feel very long don't get me wrong um, well, and it was the middle of the night, basically. And I'm such, I am so not a night person, which was the yeah. other problem is I started to get so tired. You're like, I just want to go to I bed. I just want to go to bed. So anyway, the nurses and my doctor, my doctor comes in and they're like, how are we doing? Where are you at? Like, we need your, we need to know where your stamina and where your endurance is. And I'm like, I'm, like, I can keep doing this. Like, I'm fine. Like, I'm tired. I'm crying. Don't get me wrong. But like, I can keep doing this. Which I'm so thankful that I was able to because, like, if you can't keep going, you get a C, like, it's a yeah. C section. Like, that's the next step. So, anyway, um, we eventually make some progress. They had to do the suction cup thing to get them Which, out. Which, like, can I just say something? Yeah. That's got to be one of the, I cannot imagine having to basically have both births. Like, do all that work, all oh, that pushing. To do a C section, too. To do a C section, yeah. too. Like, that is. And, you know, that, that that's just tough. It's it is so tough. So I was like at the end of the day, it, it was tough and it was hard. But um, he came out and he was healthy and I was good. And he had a wild cone head and he looked super freaky when he first came out. But then, like, you know, five minutes later, he's he, it's fine you know, when they put a hat on it. He was looking <laughs> a lot cuter. Um, and yeah, I think that I think that wraps it. That wraps it up. But I'll tell you what, if I ever have, when I have give birth again, if I'm only pushing for like an hour or in your case, like 45 minutes was your longest pushing, like literally that will be so easy. Yeah. Like it literally won't, like it, you, when you have the epidural, you don't really feel anything. No. The epidural is amazing. The epidural is amazing. And like uh, the way that I, again, think I was gaslit into thinking it worked with George and Hattie, there is no way. Especially with Hattie, I was in so much pain. 
Yeah, that's that's crazy. Do, were you there for Hattie's birth at all? No, because it was COVID. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember like screaming and looking at them being like, I thought I got an epidural. And they're like, yep, it would have hurt worse if you didn't like toxic. No, like it literally... Like, I don't think uh, it's on. Wouldn't have, wouldn't have hurt. And then Fred, I'm like, I don't feel any. Literally, I'm pushing out Fred, and they're talking. We're talking about meatloaf. Yeah. And I was there after you had gotten the. Was I there after you got the epidural? I don't. With James, I don't know. But like, no. you were just. I, I mean, it's amazing. It's a. It's amazing. It feels so great. <laughs> You're just <laughs> like. Funny. I mean, it's not fun to get, but it's also not that bad. You're a freaking rock star. Thank you. I was so tired no, by know. the end of it. <laughs> It was so And then it's hard. like, so he's basically born at 11.56 p.m. And then you got to do a bunch of stuff. Oh, so yeah. Like, then I'm up. And then they're like, bless bless my nurse. She was scouring the hospital for a longer bed because they the bed that you give labor in is just like not long enough for me. And it's the middle of the night. And she's like running around trying to find me a bed no, that I can swap into. A, it is tough. Yeah um and yeah so i don't think we actually ended up getting going to sleep until like 3 30 and then you know you're up all the time and you, you're you can't really sleep and no i think you like slept from like 3 30 to 6 yeah and then you know me i'm like showing up at 8 30 with a coffee like dying to see you yeah like, actually I'm, dad showed up before you well that one thing about dad is he will come to the hospital at the he worst will time. always come at the worst time what did i like freshly like go to the bathroom like with my mesh time. underwear like for the first time my pads like yeah and then he walked in with a coffee. He's like, how's it going? And I'm like, God, Dad, can you please? <laughs> like a warning. How do you even know what room I was in? <laughs> like, So oh. anyway, that's my birth story. And he's amazing and he's perfect. And so let's hear about SBJJ. What are the stats? Okay. Oh, yeah. So he was he was born seven pounds, 13 ounces, um, 22 inches long. Big one. <laughs> Big one. They did not measure the cone, so that was not including the cone head he had when he came out. Um, and he is so skinny. I thought I was going to have this chunky, big baby because of, you know, what they were measuring him at, which also no, that stuff never seems accurate. No, if we're going to talk about things that them being. Yeah, literally. So they're always like, well, he's measuring six pounds, give or take a pound. And I'm like, right. There's a big difference. And it's like all babies are between six and ten pounds. Like, yeah. OK, so you're really like the <laughs> whatever so he was um he was he su- was super skinny like had the littlest chicken frog legs i've ever seen no he has the longest feet he's huge hands so he looks like a wiener dog like he's mm-hmm. so long and skinny yeah um so but he's perfect um, so perfect and he's eating great and we 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 got latched right away and it hasn't been painful. That like it's was been super Your breastfeeding easy. journey, I mean, so easy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why or how. I didn't. It just happens like that sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. I think it's just as simple as that. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. But he's doing so good. Yeah, he's and great. And you're actually adjusting to the lack of sleep way better than I thought you were going to. And Okay, so this was like a controversy on my Instagram, which was like, what's worse, the third trimester tired or the newborn tired? Because they're different kinds of tired. 100%. Um, and then everyone's like, well, you know, the worst kind of tired is when you have two toddlers and a newborn. It's like, yeah, but that's not really what I was getting at. It's like... It's so toxic. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, I get it. But the worst kind of tired for me, I thought that third trimester tired was more debilitating than this kind of tired. Yeah. The newborn tired. At least my... And I think some people have really bad third trimester fatigue or you don't. Well, and I think with the third trimester fatigue is a full night's sleep doesn't fix it. 
Mm-mm. No offense, like a three hour nap will fix your issue. Yeah, no, for sure. That like, one's just like you debilitating. Wake, you wake up tired when you're pregnant and that's yeah. super tough. Yeah. Yeah. This is like, I'm actually getting better sleep now because yeah. when you lay down, you fall into a deep sleep immediately. There's no like, mm, kind of having like a little bit of insomnia. I'm not comfy. Like, oh, it's hot in here. It's like, no, you get a chance to like yeah. close your eyes. You're zonked out immediately. And today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Rocket money. You guys, I love rocket money because one, I'm a visual person. I like to see all of my spending so nicely laid out and rocket money does such a good job. Plus, we all have those subscription services. Like everybody wants us to be a subscription from the cars to the streaming services to the apps. And it can be so much to keep track of. So rocket money does it for me. You can easily see your subscriptions, your reoccurring subscriptions every month, and you can cancel them from the app. They make it so easy. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds your bills, cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and monitors your spending to help lower your bills all in one place. So stop throwing money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expense the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash carpool. That's rocketmoney.com slash carpool. Rocketmoney.com slash carpool. Okay, so can you tell us like some early faves, like early baby faves? What and can you tell us like something you haven't touched for overrated? Yeah, so I want to start by saying, and I talked about this on my Instagram, that a baby, newborn baby, doesn't need anything except jammy swaddles, pacifier, diapers, wipes, bottles, maybe. Like that's all that they need. Yeah. What you need postpartum, which I didn't totally realize, and I'm I'm happy that I had some of this stuff is um a ton of uh breastfeeding bras ones that you like mm-hmm. um which i love the bodily everything bra the, the bodily ever is it no i think it's called the everyday bra no it's everything it's everything it is everything it is i wore holy, them i wore them my whole pregnancy i'm still wearing them i know i wore them my whole pregnancy and the nice thing is that they're like really loose and like cotton so like as your boobs grow they kind of grow with you and i don't think i'll ever i truly don't think i'll ever not wear it because I also I yeah. like to sleep in a comfy bra, especially now that like I don't have like I have like, yeah, you know, three kid breastfeeding boobs. Oh, my gosh. I the every day, everything, everything bodily, bodily bra. bra. While you're at bo- worth the money, worth the money while you're at bodily. I got their mesh undies pack, which I didn't really even know why I needed those. I just saw them and had they had good reviews. And like, I'm sure it's one of those things that I'll figure out when I have them. Um, I also bought a pack of like depends thinking i would need those haven't touched like i need to return them yeah Um, because i'm looking at them right i know well because when you have the mesh undies and you have a pad like that's all you need i never tried those but that sounds stunning Mm -hmm. so that was great um those are like my early faves there um i like the copper pearl um gowns gowns i told you you would like those you had you gave me a bunch and i had one um those are great right off the bat. He's like already kind of getting too long for them. And I feel like with those, like if, cause again, those are a little bit of an investment because it's more expensive. Buy like the most gender neutral ones you can find. Yeah. And just have them for all your kids or, or use a boy one or a girl one. Who cares? Yeah. Or also, um, I, I you don't you probably don't have to use the copper pearl ones. Just oh, just the gowns ones in general. Just like gowns in general because they make the nighttime change so much easier. Yeah. Um, Let's see. And when you have else? chicken legs like James, like oh my gosh, yeah, he will literally he can kick his entire foot out of a leg of a jammy. He could probably put both of his legs in one side of a leg. No, yeah, he he was his, his 
legs are the size of my like finger he like was. i'm not being dramatic and he will like take his little frog legs and pull them up and push them such like, frog legs such frog legs so much so that like day two you know their little umbilical cord they have like a, you know half an inch of umbilical cord left he knocked it off by he bringing his, by it. bringing his knees up to his chest and pushing them out and just like being a literal frog um <laughs> let's see um I don't know. I can't really think of. I love my Newton bassinet. I didn't know the peace of mind that the Newton bassinet would bring me yeah. until I used it because that first week you are up every 30 minutes making sure they're still breathing. Yeah, 100%. And so the fact that the Newton bassinet is like so breathable and has like the mesh sides and the mattress is totally breathable, it like gives me such peace of mind. Um, that has to be a new product because I didn't even know about that. And I have the I love the crib mattress. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, I will. And it's so much more breathable. And I feel like, no offense, your house has such weird air conditioning. No, I know. I know. Um, It's just it's the only thing that I trust to like let. And it's probably this is probably best practices It's the only thing I trust for him to take a nap in. Yeah. Is his bassinet. That's one time like you can totally relax. Yeah. Unless I'm watching him and then he's like in the docketot and I'm like watching him. Then I feel fine. But like I'm not going to like leave the room with him in anything but his bassinet. Get that. Um, So Newton, I'm probably going to be a pretty big stand for for my future children. Um, Oh, the Stanley 64 ounce water is incredible. What is it that you're fine? And then the moment the baby latches onto you, you get cotton mouth and you're so dehydrated. (laughs) immediate dehydration it's so and it's not it's the second it's gotta be it's like a chemical reaction or something i swear when he starts like zombie many and i call it zombieing around like trying to like latch on my mouth starts to like get (laughs) dehydrated um something i didn't know about motherhood was how much you have to pick things up with your feet Mm. you know Facts, facts um so i'm learning to be more I don't know. Ambidextrous? Ambidextrous? I don't know. Um, yeah. So that's, I guess that's it. Okay. Well, that's kind of a lot. Yeah. It was Do great. you feel like it was like, not, not so much the birth, because I feel like birth is like so hard to know what you're getting, but like postpartum motherhood, easier than you thought, as hard as you thought. Did like, I feel, did I set your expectations it, right? You cannot prepare yourself. Yeah. I did the taking care of babies course and that first night I did not sleep a wink. The first night he was here, I did not sleep a wink because I was immediately like, I forget everything. Yeah. I don't know what their wake windows are. I don't know. I I, I Googled everything. I just sat on Google all night that first night. I did not sleep a wink. Yeah. Because you just, they just send you home and they're like, all right, good luck. Maddie was yeah. like, I had to fill out more paperwork to adopt a dog than, <laughs> than to ha- take home a baby. Yeah. So... Um, how are you doing mentally if you want to talk about it if you don't um, want to talk about it we don't no have to. i talked about it on my instagram i felt like i'm kind of getting over it now but the first week kind of into the second week soon as seven o'clock hit waterworks immediately i felt i'm very much one who's like hey this is how i'm feeling i'm gonna talk about it i'm not gonna hold it in so yeah. i was telling maddie i was like describing how i was feeling i was feeling unsettled i was feeling unsafe i was feeling anxious i was just feeling like yeah just on like i was just feeling all the things like i was looking at my beautiful child who i love so much and i just like became so afraid of everything surrounding him vibes um and then the next morning you wake up and you're like my life is beautiful (laughs) like it's amazing this is like incredible i love everything and then seven o'clock 
like dark dark hours sundowner sundowner yeah and a lot of people were encouraging me on instagram saying that it's very common and so i wanted to say but it, it was that it's you're you're nailing it's that feeling of unsafe and unsettled because yeah. i think so much it's like depressed depressed are you depressed are you depressed and you're like, okay i don't think i'm like having postpartum depression but like i've got some i'm feeling unsettled and weird yeah and i had i don't think i don't remember having that specific thing with george and hattie but i do remember having it with fred but i almost didn't realize i was having it until after then i was like why was i so scared of the evenings yeah again i'm just like very much one who the moment i'm feeling something i will describe it and so i would just tell maddie i was like i need it's 7 30 i need all of us to just like go upstairs and get ready for bed you have yeah. to be with me because yeah. i don't feel safe i don't yeah. know why oh i get it um and so anyway you were encouraging because you said you felt the same thing and i talked about it on instagram and so if you are experiencing this or if you might have experienced it or you're afraid you're going to experience it i want you to know that it's very common and my dms were flooded with everyone saying they experienced yeah. the exact same thing um and we're getting we're getting better with it good so yeah other than that it's great it's been it's been an awesome experience i feel like you get the moment it's your baby you just you get into it yeah i mean the way that you would no offense but you would look so awkward like holding fred i know and now i'm like you just you know did all of that with your baby in your hands i know like i had no interest like you know changing fred's diaper or doing anything of the sort with your kids and now i'm like let me get in there and like pick those boogers out of your mouth yeah. or like you're uh, like he spits up a little bit. Let me put it on my body. <laughs> like, let me clean this up with just like my bare hands. And I think it's like the connection to your kid. But I also think like now if I asked you to change Fred's diaper, like you'd be way more willing to do it. Yeah. But Fred's diapers now, those are like so different than his. Like his are still just like. But yeah. Speaking of, I think, I think we need to change the diaper. <laughs> okay, well, we can wrap up the birth story. Okay. But I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Welcome to the club. Thanks. James Craig St. John is the b- biggest blessing in my life. And I love him so much. Wait, since this is the carpool podcast, how's carpooling? Carpooling? Like, how's the car? I mean, like, oh, yeah, like so can I'm- you tell us like any like car vibes? Um, well, we're in an Atlas right now and it's been, shout out. it's been great. It was really, it's been, the bench seat has been nice for when I ride back there with him. The sun shades in this June, July heat has been, made me feel Must. so good. Mm-hmm. Um, my car seat is great. My car seat's super easy to take in and out. What do I have again? The Kleckling. Yep. Kleckling. Love it. Um, I have not driven, I've only driven like three minutes with him so far so i haven't really left the house or i've left the house solo but i haven't left the house with him him. yeah so maybe that that's maybe tomorrow yeah we need to go and we need to go have an outing Um, all right and that's that so what's our plan for upcoming episodes i would say we're back to our regularly scheduled programming whoa two a week well i'm gonna be showing up and showing up for the people okay so i'll have guests i'll have you i might even do a solo episode i don't know whoa i'm feeling kind of confident um but yeah we're back to our regularly scheduled programming and whenever you feel like blessing us with your presence Mm -hmm. we will we will be blessed okay all right well thank you so much for listening to the carpool podcast thank you for listening to my birth story head on over to our review section if you have a baby named james yeah james moms we'll make it up mix it up we'll mix it up to get us out of our review rut All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. 
make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.